Welcome back to the FPL Roundtable, the only fantasy Premier League podcast where we guarantee that you might learn something about fantasy, probably. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries. Joining me, as always, is my good friend and partner in crime, Rob Langevin. Now, Rob, it's a crazy short week. We'll crazy probably short. have a similarly short episode, but I'm sure everybody's freaking out. I had a couple people blowing me up, being like, hey, yo, Kevin, I'm thinking about using that wild card. No. Should people? Exactly. That's what I thought as well. No. Wait. We don't know what's going on with the schedule yet. We The, the double game weeks have yet to be determined. Yes, we sort of kind of know who's going to be playing what and where and who's, who's already blank. So you could pretty much fill in the pieces of who's going to fill in where. But we just don't know the weeks yet and how the matchups are going to be favorable for which players and which teams until after the FA Cup. I believe the next round or the round after that. So, I mean, using your wild card now to fill a team – Listen, this is this is basic knowledge here. On a normal game week, there's 20 teams playing. That means 220 startable options every week for everyone to choose mm-hmm. from. This week, there are only eight teams playing. That's 88 players possible. You know, doing the percentages, you start 11 guys out of 220. Now, if you start nine or 10 out of 88, your odds and percentages are way better if you pick the right guys. That's all I'm saying. I know that mm. I know that kind of doesn't make sense, but it really does make sense because, you know, the limited options, there's there's going to be limited options every week. But this week, if you hit on guys, you know, there's certain guys that everybody's going to own. You know, the Seamus Coleman's, the, you know, Gilfie Sigurdsson's, the, you know, Lukaku. Those are probably three of the, three of the top guys that are probably going to be owned universally this week because people are – they're the, they're the shining stars of defense, midfield, and forward. You know, you could throw in Sadio Mane or any Liverpool, Firmino, Coutinho, anybody else you want to buy into. But this week, this, this is the, 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 you know, the general moral of the week. It's okay to go to war with eight. It's great to go to war with nine. If you have ten, you're better than everyone else. Not everyone is going to have a, a full starting 11 this week. That doesn't take a minus. It's going to be a physical impossibility unless somebody didn't gamble on the double game weeks. And if they didn't dub- ga- gamble on the double game weeks, they're not playing this game right and they're not paying attention. You know, the, the double game week with City and Stoke kind of threw a wrench in everybody's plan for this for this shortened week. Everybody was setting up for it originally. And now now they had a backpedal because they, they saw the uh, fantasy goodies, you know, the Raheem Sterling you know, outputs, the Leroy Sanes, the Agueros, the, and whatever Stoke may, may uh, throw on the, you know, Markovic – we, you know, was was brought in a, a good number, and it, it, it threw a wrench in everything. So now we're on to week 28. We only have four games, eight teams. You know, six of the teams are probably eh, fantasy-wise. I mean, and then maybe you may have one guy off of those six teams that are pr- possibly rosterable. You know, I mean, other than Liverpool and Gilfie Sigurdsson, I, I don't know any – I may be a West Brom defender like McCauley or Coleman in defense – you know, I don't know where everyone else is is complaining about. Listen, there's there's reasons that we there, that you roster people, and then there's reasons you don't roster people. And now is not a time with the truncated schedule that's you know on the slate this week to to panic and start taking minus eights to get them, uh, uh, you know, just to get a formidable eleven. Just everybody needs to chill out, relax. <laughs> don't use your wild card, you know. Listen, I know it sucks that you're not going to have a full 11 and it, and you go into battle, you know, already at a loss because you're not getting points. But you know what? Live to fight another day, Kevin. Live to fight another day. <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely good advice here. 
Um, we, I do have some either ors written up, so we'll get to that in a second. But I do just want to touch on something I noticed strange price change-wise. Which okay. was, uh, we, we talked about before the show, earlier today, just about how we probably didn't need to do price changes because it would just be whoever's playing this week. Mm-hmm. But this is the week that Charlie Adam, not Charlie Adam, goodness, Charlie Daniels and Adam Smith um, both went down. Mm-hmm. Which seems like two weeks too late to me. Yeah, it's like a month too late. And now they're both actually playing this week. Yeah, like this I, I, is the week to not. You know, that's they're basically. You know what it is? It's basically like, all right. I asked the I asked the head cheerleader to the prom. She turned me down. Um, I can always go with my cousin. You know, she said she'd go with me, but how, you know what? I really I don't really want to go with my cousin. It's it's crazy. It, uh, you know, just because they're playing, that doesn't that they don't nobody wants them. They're the ugly oh, stepchilds. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're the they're the uh, stepsisters that the uh, glass shoe doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I i get i get a i get a kick out of you know people bringing in you know tons of players that aren't playing this week, um, you know, via transfer. Like you know, the, the the most transferred in midfielder right now is Sadio Mane, of course. You know, and then Firmino, King, Sigurdsson, and then Della Ali is is mm. fifth. Yep. You know, and then Pedro is seventh. You know, it, it's it's weird. It gets it, weirder with the with the forwards. I I believe. Give me one sec. Yeah, it, it's Lorente, Lukaku, and then Kane, Gabadini, Costa, are are three, four, five. Like sure. I mean, I I understand that you're maybe trying to speculate that their prices are going to go up, but they're not going to go up. I understand that you may want these people for week twenty eight, but I mean week twenty nine. But we're still in week twenty eight. These guys are going to blank. You don't bring in a blank player. You know that's just that's just showing me that these people are either overconfident or they're just they just saw it just happened and they're just buying names because they're they're fresh on each other's minds. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with you there. Um, all right, well now uh, let's let's uh, hit you with some differentials. So these are to bring people in for this week. You sure. shouldn't we're, like we're gonna do start sits later. It's just gonna be starts because sit yeah. the people that aren't playing. You crazy people. So, um, starting off, they're both in the low sixes. Fernando, three goals in the last five, Llorente, or Andre Gray, who also had a brace at the weekend. It, it's it's still Llorente for me. I've been on the Llorente kick for, you know, two, three weeks. Um, and stupid me, I, if I did, wasn't already taking minuses to fill in my roster in other places, he would have been in my team two weeks ago, and I would have had the benefit of, you know, you know, getting the three goals that he that he put together in the 20 points in the last two weeks instead of, you know, whoever I was playing, you know, the, the midfielder or the third striker option, whoever I played. Uh, it, it's Lorente for me. I don't, I don't trust Burnley. I don't trust Liverpool's defense either, but I don't trust Burnley at all. I know, I know Gray, you know, had tallies this week. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Lorente for me again at Hull, you know, yeah. Hull's not, Hull's better defensively at home, but you're not, if you're bringing one of these two in, if you're looking at your team right now and I, and you're looking at it and say, all right, I own Lukaku and say I own Aguero and you own a fo- another forward that isn't playing this week, say, you know, could be could be anybody. Just just put Diego Costa in there. Say, say you own Diego Costa mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, I need a striker this week because I can't go into battle without without with only one striker in Lukaku. You know, who am I go who am I downshifting to so I can go right back up to Costa or Kane the following week? 
you know, or if you want to get Aguero out the next week or you want to shift Lukaku to Kane or or Costa the following week, you know, you're bringing these players in, Lorente or Gray, looking at them from a from a multiple week, you know, situation. You're not bringing either one of them and be like, all right, I'm going to bring one of them in and this is the only time I'm going to have them and then you're going to immediately transfer them out. That makes no sense to me. That's why I'm that's why I also like Fernando Lorente because he's got Hull, Bournemouth, Burrow on the on the next three. And then he plays Spurs at home, West Ham, Watford, Stoke. So basically, you can get six out of seven playable games there from a from a 6.4 striker compared to what, you know, the inconsistency of what Andre Gray is and Burnley, who doesn't score it very often. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm firmly leaning Fernando Llorente. All right, fair enough. Here's the follow-up question for that. Ooh, Do you that think that people can roster both Sigurdsson and Llorente this week? Do I think they can? Yes. Because of the shortened schedule, they ma- it makes them look shinier. Uh, Sigurdsson is, you know, probably the most ownable guy this week. Probably on this side of Mane, I would say. Um, I, I think you even ahead of Mane. Personally. Yeah, I mean, you'd be on the in the on the same page at least. Um, yeah, because the one thing about that is, I think that if if Lorente scores, it's coming from Sigurdsson. So you're basically getting the best of both worlds there. And if you get a penalty kick, Sigurdsson's going to take it. So, unless Jack Cork is on the field and then he takes it. But, um, um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see don't a, problem. a problem with it. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it because I know you're relying on a lower-level club to give you fantasy returns that normally you wouldn't bank yourself on. But look at the slate. Look at the teams that are, that are you know, vying for fantasy goods this week. Bournemouth. Can anybody trust anything on Bournemouth right now besides maybe Josh King? West Ham, not really. Everton, everybody owns Lukaku. There's nobody through the midfield that you would roster besides what? a punt, maybe in Tom Davies and maybe I Ross Barkley. Later. Yeah. Uh, West Brom, no, they don't score enough. Uh, Hull, there's nobody on the offensive side of the ball I think that you would want to roster there. You know, uh, Rosicki looks really good. Lazar Markovic looks really good. But you're not bringing them into the official game in like a daily format. Absolutely. I'd be looking at them all day. Swansea versus Hull. I mean, the two shiniest options in that matchup are both on Swansea and they're Lorente and Sigurdsson. Liverpool has all the goods. It's basically anybody in the midfield. And Burnley, I don't really trust anything that's going to happen there at Liverpool. So I mean, with the with the limited options that the Swansea duo that you mentioned, they they definitely have have more appeal because of the the truncated schedule. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. All right, so I think we both agree Mane is worth the price and is better than Coutinho and Firmino at the moment. Yeah. But if you could have, if you wanted to double up with Firmino mm-hmm. or Coutinho, which one would you do it with? You do. You'd already own Mane. Is is that what it is? Yeah. Is what you're saying. Oh, that's a tough one, Kev. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, a, a lot of Mane's the most. I believe Mane's the most owned now of of the duo, and rightfully so. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, because you know, people people love him because they they love his haircut, his re- big receding hairline, his shiny forehead. They all love that stuff. Uh, yeah, Mane's at eighteen point seven percent. Catino's seventeen point six, and then for Firmino, Firmino's way down at ten ten point nine. In, just, just by that, I'd probably lean Firmino only because there's probably a little bit of a differential there. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Now, would you rather double up on Liverpool guys like that mm-hmm. or go for Ross Barkley, who, Ooh. goal and two assists mm-hmm. in the last five matches, he had, he's, I think he's 12th over that period, 
in goals contributed towards. He's most in chances created over that period. Second in assists. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just uh, wondering, uh, out of those Merseyside clubs, whether you'd rather dibble, dibble, dibble down, double down on Liverpool or bring in an Everton guy instead. Well, the, the thing with that is, since you only get three players from each team, w- would you rather have uh, you know, a double Oh, you're saying defender. they're better Everton's. Yeah. That's good. Would you have rather have a better would you rather have a double Everton defense with Baines and you know Coleman or Coleman and Funes More? Or if people are still holding on to Holgate as their price Ab- dump, you also have Tom Davis. That's a good point. And a lot of a lot of people are still holding Holgate because of the price. And everybody's owning Lukaku. So, you know, it becomes a is he better than someone else? And then you'd have to make two changes if you're doubling up on the Everton defense. You have to make two changes because you have to get an Everton defender out to bring Ross Barkley into the midfield, and then you have to bring a defender in. So you're automatically taking a minus just to bring in someone else who is probably, you know, you're blank. You're probably throwing a blank a blank person away, or you're throwing away a Chelsea defender, or you know, a Stoke defender, or somebody else that you brought in, you know, recently, or you've been relying on. So I mean. It's kind of a it's a tit for tat thing. I know I know Barkley is killing it in chances created in his DFS numbers. I know we don't talk about no, enough about that on this program because it's not really our our bag on this show. But his DFS numbers are are comparable to where his price is, and he, he's doing a lot of good things. He's just not getting a lot a lot of results that you know maybe Ross Barkley by name should be should be doing. Yeah, I, I did just kind of want to highlight that he has been. Uh, playing better as of late. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and he's sitting a little bit further back, which usually is a bad thing, but I think that's closer to his natural position, and so they're getting more out of him. Um, because Tom Davis is basically overlapping him every time. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I, I actually have I actually have a, a, a what do you call it? A buy. What, what do we do? What do we call this? Oh, this either or. Video? An either or. An or or either. Mm. Would, you, would you rather yes. Tom, da- Tom Davies or Tom Carroll? Oh snap! Uh, Tom Davis because he plays further up and because Everton are better. I don't know. Did you see Carroll's service there? He was pretty good on. I the did, ball. but remember he also did the exact same thing in his first match and then hadn't done it yeah. since. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying they're yeah. both similarly priced. Yeah, no, it's Davis. Interesting. Yeah, it's it, and, and they're both, if you're, they if both you're coming up play. against that player cap. I think it's close. Yeah, it's um, one of those Everton Everton triples versus uh, you're no, you, there's no way in hell you're owning three Swansea Lorente players. Lorente Carroll and Fair, <laughs> or you know, it's Lorente Sigurdsson and Alfie Mawson or Martin Olsen. Yeah, or, Mawson's not a bad shot. Man, you know, it is so hard for me to emotionally buy in on uh, on Olsen, but oh, yeah. some of those near post finishes have been delightful. It, 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 the only good thing about that is he's not going to be on Swansea for long. <laughs> He'll be on on another team next year, hopefully. I mean, you'd assume with the way he played thus far. Um, All right. uh, The last positive one, Josh, four goals in his last five king, or Robert, wow, he's been awful since moving to West Ham Snodgrass. Oh, you mean Josh, five in his last six king? That's what you're talking about. I always do sample sizes of five, but yeah. All right. Sure. Okay. Um, And who is the second one? I'm sorry. Uh, Rob, what happened? Snodgrass. (laughs) Oh. You know... If if crosses and you know other things like that were involved in the FPL official game scoring, I'd say Snodgrass all day. Um, but unfortunately, they're not. And I'm going to go with Josh King only because I think since he's the PK taker, I know Snodgrass may be the PK taker if Noble's not on the fi- on the field. But I'm going with Josh King only because the results are are there for you. He's Bournemouth doesn't score. 
And when they do, he does. Yeah, so. that's true. And he takes the penalties, obviously, mm-hmm. as he did yep. last week. All right, really? Where did, have... you, where, where did you hear that? I might have just said that. <laughs> well, I was looking at the next thing. But, no, it's true. Um, and, and But he, he does score from open play as well. And yeah, he's listed absolutely. as a midfielder, which is mm-hmm. pretty dope. Uh, lastly, and he's in the fives. He is. Lastly, as a negative, if you mm-hmm. have Costa and Alexis, which one are you getting rid of? Um, Jesus. Yeah, right? That's a good one. This is a situation, by the way, that I am in. (laughs) So this Um, better be good. Chelsea has Stoke Palace City out of the break, uh, off the blank, uh, and then Bournemouth. And Arsenal have a pretty good run. Yeah, they do. They do. This is uh, this is one of those things where I think it depends on where you're making your moves coming out of this week. Mm. Um, Can't can't tell you how I'm leaning. it, a, it, sure, absolutely. Because the readers, the, the, the readers and listeners at home would love to hear how we're doing it, Kevin. Right. Well, my thought is there are fewer sure thing midfielders than there are sure thing forwards. Right yeah. now, the gap between Alex, like I think the gap is Alexis, something Sigurdsson, blank, blank, blank. I don't know who's next. Probably Mane is probably in that top three. But outside of that, I mean, Hazard has been hot and cold all year. So is Erickson. Ali's mm-hmm. been doing a little bit better. But <coughs> if you look at the amount of forwards that are doing well right now, like here to rest the season, I mean, you have your cheaper options, like your Grays, your Lorentes, your Gabby Adinis. Then you have the high-priced guys like Kane, Aguero starting to score again. Costa's mm-hmm. still obviously in there. Lukaku is actually doing the business at a somewhat reliable clip this season. Ibra. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Ibrahimovic, although he's out for the three matches. But mm-hmm. I just feel like... It's easier to get midfield wrong than forward wrong, and that's why I'm leaning Costa. Well, it's also a, a numbers game too. You you roster five midfielders, so you have a better variety to, yeah. to get wrong, you know. And you only roster three strikers. Um, but yeah, I'd probably lean Sanchez because there's no one else. Exactly like you said, I'm going to agree with you. There's no one else in the midfield like him. He's 24 points clear of the second place highest scorer in the game, at, and that that being Ed, Ed Hazard at 163, Sanchez is at 187, and then Dela Ali is at 155. So he's basically pace, he's pacing himself away yeah. from everyone else in the midfield. Whereas Diego Costa has you know competition comparable to him and even better in Harry Kane. So yeah, I I'd, I'd lean. I'd lean getting rid of Costa only because if you go to Alexis, you can go from Costa to Kane or Costa to Ibra after he comes back from the suspension or to Lukaku. Or, you know, you could completely downshift and go to a Gabby Dini and go to go and then, you know, diversify your funds elsewhere. Mm. So diversify yeah. your bonds. <laughs> Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang FPL Wu-Tang financial. financial. Uh, also, breaking news of the podcast, uh, Kane just rose in price. Yep. While we're doing yep. this. Yep. Wow. He's going he's going up. <laughs> Everybody was so worried about the price rise that they made the price rise. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. The yeah. ever and then it, living crap. Yeah. You know, when it gets close to that that jumping off point and you know people pay attention to the fantasy football fix, they know when he's going up. So they 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 get an extra you know an extra shekel in their in their things. But I I think that getting back to Kane or getting back to Costa becomes completely more more easy. That's a great language. Uh, now that Ibra is out for for twenty nine and thirty, 
because he immediately doesn't become an option now for everybody else. So everybody can basically, you know, either decide to keep Aguero if they brought him in and, or get rid of him and basically downshift and get Costa, Kane, and whoever they want, basically, on their, on their, their, their third, uh, for their, their three strikers. Yeah. All right, well, this is a shorter show, so I don't know if I'm going to put a commercial break anywhere. I'm not sure if we're going to hit long enough, but uh, it's time for starts. Because we're not going to do starts. Starts and starts. You're you're already familiar with all these names because we've talked about them already. But Romelu Lukaku, 10.0. I didn't know he was already 35% owned, which was a little surprising. But scored in the last two matches, scored against Tottenham, who have the league best defense. It's not a great matchup against Bournemouth, admittedly, but they do always concede now. So mm-hmm. you got to figure that's Lukaku. In midfield, Sigurdsson, we already said easiest call you could make. Uh, his uh, six goals are tied with um, Lukaku, just one behind Kane, who has six goals and an assist over the last five matches. We don't need to tell you that the Guffey Sigurdsson's good. You know that. In defense, maybe Everton, I guess. Not a whole mm-hmm. lot of great defensive options this week. That's it. That's all yeah. of them, Rob. <laughs> yeah, there, there really isn't any. In, I mean, you, I you made Mane. If you yeah, want to go yeah. there, no, you know, I'll, I'll start. I'll start in defense. Uh, I'm, I'm liking Hull. Hull's interesting. Uh, they're diff- they're better at home. You said a couple weeks ago I bought in too early and I started touting them a little too early. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they basically have you know given up one goal in the last two games each. So yeah, invest in a, in a Hull defender if you need to buy a defender to you know fill in your roster. But don't go crazy this week. Don't take a minus eight. Don't go anything bigger than a minus four. Just do yourself a favor. Don't go crazy. Um, through the midfield, I, I mentioned him before. I I, I kind of want. I think Tom Davies is, is a play this week. I think he's I think he's going to find something. Just watching him last week, he seems very very involved. Uh, playing you know ahead of Barkley, like you said. Uh, I think he could basically find something this week. Uh, if you're stuck with you know double Everton defenders and Lukaku, you really can't make the move there. So I wouldn't recommend it. But his price is is very very cozy, and he's somebody you can just bury on the bench after this after this week. And then when there's you know the double game weeks, he could be one of the first couple guys out. Uh, defensively, yeah, it's it looks like oh what did I go? I said I went into defense writing, and then forwards. Sure <laughs> um, I, I'm going to give a towel to Andy Carroll this week. Uh, Bournemouth is just. Blah, I think they 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 have to score a lot of goals because their defense can't stop letting in goals. Um, Andy Carroll looked okay against Chelsea, but Chelsea basically was playing the anti Andy Carroll game. Uh, every time he went for the ball, he was basically being you know outplayed by a smaller player. Who we've had discussions on this pro- this podcast that he has problems with height, but obviously he went he did some research and did some you know some studying up. So Cesar Spoleta did pretty well against Andy Carroll on some of those back post stuff. But Andy Carroll this week against Bournemouth, I could see him getting a goal. Short week, looks sexier. Why not? Um, we're not doing sits, so there's nothing else I could say. Um, I would say there's some sneaky, sneaky, sneaky guys, but there really isn't. I like kind of like Tom Carroll, but I kind of like Hull's defense better than anybody else, which kind of leads me to the to belief that I'm probably not going to bring in a double swan. Even if you could do it, even if you do want to do it, I just don't. I don't disagree with you, but I'm just saying it's just my prefer- preferential treatment to looking at my team right now. Um, yeah, I mean, don't go crazy, people. Eight is good. Nine is nine is okay. Nine, Ten, eight is great. Nine is fine. Ten is ten. You're better than most. Man, that didn't rhyme at all, huh? Ten, 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 ten you're when-ing. 
10, you're the only 10 I see. I, I got nothing, man. Ben 10. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that ben, a show? Ben 10, yeah. Yeah, or 10 this. 10, ten promental. I, ten, this, yeah. <laughs> this is getting away from us, I think. Well, we're just filling time, so it's awesome. We can do this oh. all day. Okay, well, let's talk about our teams then. Have you made any moves? Because I, I have a proposed move in my brain, but... No, I'm sitting on eight guys currently playing. I have uh, this week playing. I have to make a move defensively because I don't have enough defenders. So uh, I, I'm currently rolling with double Chelsea defenders. So one will be gone. Um, uh, it'll probably also be because I, they've stopped scoring and also stopped yeah. keeping clean sheets. Well, they're now the new West Brom is what yep. they are. They let up goals in the 80th minute and break your heart. Um, yeah, so I have Foster and goal. Um, I'll have Baines, McGuire, and whoever I want to bring in. It may be, it may be, I don't know, maybe Coleman, but then I'd have to make another move because I already own three Everton players. But anyway, so it's to be determined the defense for me. Uh, through the midfield, I'll have Coutinho, Davies, Sigurdsson playing, and then Lukaku up top, and then I'll probably have to make another move. So I'm probably taking a minus four because I want to get to nine. So, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know what I'm doing yet. I'm waiting for things to develop. I like, I like waiting on short weeks where there's limited amount of options to basically try to play a complete differential than someone else, especially since I'm chasing points in, in my mini league. Yeah. Well, the things that I'm thinking about doing, um, perhaps uncontroversially, are bringing two of the most owned players in all of fantasy. Uh, and both of them are in the team of the year thus far. It's uh, swapping out uh, Diego Costa for Lukaku against West Brom. And swapping Sterling for Sadio Mane. Um, the only thing that's potentially holding me up is that I do have Holgate at the back. And listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if people have been watching Everton, but Ramiro Funes Mori has been profoundly garbage of late. Oh, he's so, bad. so the real football side of me is expecting Holgate to get another chance soon. But <laughs> if it doesn't happen, I'd be I'd be a little more concerned. If I make my double move of Bring in Lukaku and Mane. I would technically just have Kane not playing mm-hmm. uh, with Holgate as a question mark. Um, and I, I don't think that's too bad. I don't think that's too bad of a situation to be in. So I don't think I'm going to remove Holgate. Because if he does play, that really saves me. I mean, being able to roll out 10 with just a minus 4 I think is definitely a positive. But as you said, I don't think you want to go beyond that. And I definitely mm-hmm. don't think it's time to wildcard. Yeah, no, don't go, don't go crazy, Kev. Just, you know, just get... Don't go chasing waterfalls. No, because it'll only lead you to the rivers and the streams that you're used to. Preach. Hey, you know what? what? If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Mm. Oh, you know who else I like this week? Mm. Manuel, Manuel Lanzini. Hey, dude, dude's been balling. How have we not talked about Lanzini? Yeah, he's he looks like if I if I could like generate myself into like a soccer player, like body size and style and how I how I'd wear my hair, it'd be Manuel Lanzini. I'd be Eric Lamella and we'd still be friends. Mm, I don't know. He, he does have some weird dark shark eyes. Yeah, but. he does. He does. He looks like a creepy uh <laughs> Oh, he's definitely killed somebody before. Oh, he yeah, he's got some pseudo-American warrants waiting for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, cool captains. I think Mane versus Burnley or yeah, Sickness at home. I don't know. 
it's it there's it it's going to be one of three guys for basically almost everybody. It's going to be whoever they're invested in in a Liverpool midfielder, whether it be Coutinho, Firmino, or Mane. Yep. They're going to gamble on one of those. It's going to be Sigurdsson or it's going to be Lukaku. It's going to be one of those three for most everybody. Basically, looking at their team. Revenge uh, game. <clears throat> Lukaku was on loan at West Brom for a year. There you go. Total width. <laughs> total. And they're good for a goal plus eighty minutes. So I think that was five it. years ago now. It had I think to be. He's been at Everton for three. There was that like loanish year, or that year when he kind of stayed at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I think the year before that was West Brom. Man, good times. Good times were had by all. Any any love for uh, <clears throat> any of the West Brom guys, or are you just worried about that Everton defense being decent? Uh, I think Everton's okay defensively. I mean, Chadley's been doing well. Oh, I like Chadley. Yeah, I definitely like Chadley. Uh, but I just think I like the Everton defense more than I like you yeah. know Salomon Rondon. Or, you know, the injured gimpy Matty Phillips. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. James James Morrison. Or, or the James Earl Jones, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, fair enough. Well, we are, let's just call it a day. It's shorter. Might as well. It's shorter anyway. So um, tell the folks where they can get at you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Smokey underscore Loogie. Or you can find my writings and stylings on Razball.com. Yep, and I am Kevin DeVries at Kavroff on Twitter. Uh, unless something drastic happens tomorrow, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to do a DFS show because it doesn't look like there's going to be a DFS Premier League week uh, on Saturday. Um, but I will still be putting out stuff for Goal.com uh, and probably the Eagles week. I don't know. Just take my check my Twitter. I'll let people know what's going on. But obviously this, obviously the EPL roundtable. And uh, good luck in this weird mini-week. As Rob said, don't freak out. Everything's going to be all right. And we'll catch you next week. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.